0: Hey everyone, Mikkel here. Okay, before we get into today's episode, I want to get some feedback from you, the listener. We're looking at ways that we can take the podcast in new directions, new guests that we want to have on the show, new ideas we want to share with you. So we have a lot of threads going for this at Expat Money Forum, our private Facebook group. If you go to expatmoneyforum.com, you can join the conversation. I want to hear feedback from you guys. What topics have we not covered that you want to hear more of? Do you want to hear more stories from successful expats who have moved offshore? Do you want to hear more business related stuff, more finance related stuff? Are you more interested in immigration and visas and passports? Is it the investments or real estate? I want to know what you are interested in. This show is not about me. It is about you guys. It is about all of my amazing listeners and trying to help inspire you and get you the best up-to-date knowledge every single Wednesday when I publish this show. So, join the conversation at Expat Money Forum. Let me know what you think, what you want to hear more about, how I can best serve you. It's really important to me to make this show the absolute best in our space, and I think we're off to a really good start podcast has been going for over four years now which is just hard to believe. It seems like just yesterday I started it and the feedback has been amazing but there's always room to improve. There's always things we can do better. So share your knowledge, share your expertise, share what you want to hear, share your wants, your desires, your needs, your goals, everything with us at Expat Money Forum. I really appreciate it and enjoy today's episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Mikkel Thorpe, and this is the Expat Money Show. And today, we are going to do something a little bit differently. So the last week, I have been in Las Vegas attending a conference here. I came over to speak about residencies and citizenship and immigration. My talk was specifically on the South Pacific. I was discussing Vanuatu, um, Australia, New Zealand, a few other places. And while I was here, the organizers of the conference asked me to host one debate. So it was a pretty funny experience, I have to say. We had tons of people in the live audience, and then we were streaming it out as well. But really, it was only available to people who were attending the conference or paying for the virtual. But because it was a bonus event, I got permission to use it for the podcast. So this is a debate on crypto versus gold. And there may or may, <laughs> there may, or may not have been drinks involved, I cannot say. But anyways, the debate was a ton of fun, and I really wanted you guys to get a chance to hear it. So I'm going to publish it for you now in its complete form. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you like different content like this from time to time. You can join in the conversation at expatmoneyshow.com forward slash forum, We have a new Facebook group, so you'll be able to leave your comments on there. I'm really curious if you like this kind of stuff, or if I should just continue with just straight interviews. So let me know, join the conversation, and I'll talk to you soon. Enjoy. Everybody,
1: can you please have a seat? If you're facing the opposite way, you might want to spin your your chair around. This is in the program
0: listed as a bonus section, because obviously it's nine o'clock
1: at night Um, but we do have our zoom link up and i think there are actually a few of our live stream folks that are joining us for this that's why everybody's kind of squished here in this one little corner so that they fit on the screen i think you'll you really enjoy this you heard individual individual presentations about gold and about bitcoin now we're kind of putting them together in a little debate bitcoin versus gold i asked uh, my good friend Mikhail Thorup to be the moderator for this debate. Uh, he's done this in a number of different forums, and I think he'll he'll do a really good job with it. So. Mikkel, we'll turn the floor over to you.
0: Can we get the Thank you so much. Up? Say that again. Can we get the crowd lathered up first? Does everybody have a drink? Do we want to get <laughs> no. like a chant going or something first? <laughs> I think it's all right. I think we'll jump right okay. in. Okay, so what we're going to be doing today is we're going to, like Joel said, we're going to be recording a little bit of content. We're going to try to get a bit of back and forth and hopefully, hopefully, a little bit of drama. If, uh, if um, we get some violence, then... That's all right, you know, it's, it's not, it, not gonna be fun if we don't get a little Piece bit of blood. So, okay, so straight off the bat We're going to be doing a debate between Team Bitcoin And team gold Make some noise, make some noise yes! Gold. <laughs> Aura. So uh, what I want to start with is some opening remarks and team Bitcoin I think that I will allow you guys to go first if you guys can grab your microphone and uh, you have 60 seconds Please make your case for
1: Bitcoin Bitcoin uh, is better money. Uh, Bitcoin does the things we need in our life, but much, much more important. Bitcoin is a new model of human organization. It's the future. It's, uh, we complain all the time about the way things are. Bitcoin is the way out. Ooh, strong opening statements.
2: Erica, do you want to add to that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, gold is great. Nobody's gonna deny that gold is great. But when you have a system of gold that has been existing for you know thousands of years, and you also have technology, it's time that that system is improved upon in a technological way that makes it more liquid, it makes it uh, able to transfer across borders, and also fits the generation in which it will serve.
0: Perfect. Team Gold, Rich, opening statements please, sir.
3: It's been around for 5,000 years. If it ain't broke, wow. don't fix it. Um, We're not debating fiat currencies here versus Bitcoin. We're we're debating gold versus Bitcoin, and there's no substitute for the original.
4: Yeah, it's hard to follow up from that. (laughs) Yeah, I I think with gold, you have the history built in. You know, we as human beings, we're habit-forming creatures. You have a new technology that's great. No one's gonna deny that it has some potential, but gold's been around a long time. It's in our myths, it's in our histories, it's in our stories, and that doesn't go away overnight. Perfect. Okay, so
0: I have a number of questions listed here. I'm going to Bring them up by one by one, and uh, you guys will each have a chance to make your comments and a rebuttal. I'll just remind everybody to try to speak nice and loud because not only are we recording, but of course everybody here in the audience. The
3: are we allowed to interrupt? Yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> 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 let's go for
0: it.
3: Elbows are also acceptable. Yes, okay. Richard Trump. Hands
2: are pretty sharp, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty <Okay>. sharp.
0: <laughs> so, st- cross-border transactions. Cross cross-border. Transportation. Rich, I want you to pick this one up. Team Gold, what do you got for me?
3: Actually, you know, this is a good point. Um, Earlier today in the conversations about Bitcoin, I think it came up that you can't transport gold across borders and nothing could be further from the truth. I I, I gotta tell you, my uncle got started in a company, Deke Pereira, whose founder, Nick Deke, was a Hungarian refugee of World War II okay and the way he got out and the way many people that he knew and in that industry got out was by sewing small gold coins into the hems of their jackets and their clothing you can definitely transport it across borders it's not that difficult to do it these days um so gold is a wonderful vehicle to transport across borders and across generations kirk would you like to add to that sir
4: I'm not sure I can add much to that, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, I think I'm good. Team Bitcoin, rebuttal.
2: So, right now, the statistic is for the past, since I think 2012, there's about $75 million a year that is confiscated by people trying to take money across borders. 2020 is actually super interesting because the year's not even over and we're at about 93 million dollars that has been confiscated by trying to cross borders with your wealth intact so while gold is possible there's also a story this year and it's a disgusting picture uh, but somebody tried to smuggle gold across the border up there you know what and uh, Fifth point of contact. <laughs> and they got. Caught. So that's
0: what you mean by dirty money.
2: Uh, I get it now.
0: I get it now. Okay. Uh,
2: so in terms of, and plus, let's say that you do declare it, right? You set yourself as a target to people because those people in those third world countries know that you are crossing the border with X amount of gold on you, and you become a target to be robbed.
1: Bitcoin is two or three clicks. Bump, 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 and it's done.
3: So let's ha- I, I've crossed many a border with gold, <laughs> with silver. I've never had an issue. Where?
0: Not up here.
3: What's that? <laughs> not up here. Not up not there. No. <laughs> Just in my carry-on.
2: But you're maxed out. And that's not a out. pet
3: name for that. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: you're maxed out at $10,000. What happens if you need to leave with more than
0: $10,000? Take multiple trips.
1: <clears throat>
0: okay, well then talk to me a little bit about the logistics of, tra- of sending gold across borders can you do it is it easy are there companies that can assist with this how does something like that work
3: it can absolutely happen there's no question it's not as cost-effective or as efficient as Bitcoin I'll give you that Um, but there's armored transportation companies that transport metal all around the world Uh, FedEx will do it Um, I wouldn't do it through the Postal Service because when they hand off to other postal services nobody claims responsibility on the transfer Um, but you know international companies will do it all the time
0: very good Okay, Team Bitcoin, make your case for me about uh, transportation and cross-border transactions.
2: It's, it's,
1: it doesn't make any difference where you send it. You can send it next door or to the other side of the world. It's the same thing. Couple of clicks, you're done. Yeah.
2: Uh, I would say cross-border transactions are inherent in the system. We were just talking about this, but Iran, you know, a very heavily sanctioned country, they take their imports with Bitcoin. This is how much this currency is outside of the control of individual governments that Iran is able to take it and, you know, you can, it's very debatable, it's probably not actually debatable about Iran as a government. But the Iranians as a people, they still need to live. And so the fact is, is that, like I said earlier, as long as they have a cell phone and a Wi-Fi signal, they're able to feed their families. So it doesn't matter if you are sitting right next to me or if you're across the world. Uh, Bitcoin transactions can occur in the same amount of time and at the same cost.
0: Perfect. What does everybody think? Do we have a winner for round one here? Team Bitcoin. Give it up. up. <laughs> Team Gold. Team Yay. Okay. Come on, (laughs) We're gonna go. Don't worry,
3: we're gonna finish strong. Round one (laughs) to Team Bitcoin. I'm gonna write bit
0: here.
1: Mark's got
0: one. All right, next I wanna talk about privacy and the practical issues that are attached to that. Rich, can you uh, go for us again, please, sir?
3: Sure. So, my thoughts on this are, are a couple things. One, gold is legal to own since 1975, right? Uh, So you can own gold. Uh, There are no issues. Uh, You can have it, you can sell it, you can take it wherever you want it. Um, Bitcoin is 100% legal. Uh, There's no issues there, but where I think you're gonna run into issues, and I I said this when Bitcoin first came out. Now understand I am a firm believer in private enterprise doing something better, far better, than any central government can do. I would love the the business of generating and, and circulating currency in the hands of private business. Don't get me wrong. However, the power that your government has over you is the currency. And I don't see them allowing Bitcoin to continue if it becomes a threat to their power. So early on, I said, you know, they're not a threat. They're not big enough. They're not important. They'll just let them do whatever they're gonna do. And everybody told me that, you know, there's no way it's anonymous. There's, they could not possibly shut it down. However.
2: Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay. oh. He's bringing it <laughs> Apparently
3: they can't. <laughs> uh, in October, uh, BitMEX was oh, shut down for AML violations. Ooh. Okay, they took in $11 billion made $1 billion in profits on 11 billion. I'm not sure anybody a mathematician here, they're making about 9% on transactions. That seems disgusting to me. But they shut them down because they were allowing people to open up accounts and transfer all this money back and forth across barters with only an email address in violation of their AML rules. Now, this is where I start to see the foot coming down. All right, government is starting to feel you guys. Congratulations. The problem is the government is starting to feel you guys and they're gonna start cracking down and this is one of the ways they do it.
2: I have to say that BitMEX is a centralized exchange by which you can transfer Bitcoin, but it's not the Bitcoin network. So while a centralized place that has, you know, a head and a CEO of BitMEX you can point to and shut it down, it doesn't mean you can shut down Bitcoin itself.
1: Right. Now, Rich it. has a point, point. <laughs> 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 and the point is that governments are paying some attention. To they always have been since almost the beginning, but they, they weren't that serious about it. Um, what they're trying to do is work around the sides and to find ways to make bottlenecks here or there that they hope they can come in and, and take over the whole thing. There's two problems with, with that strategy. There's several reasons why I don't think it will ultimately work it's a legitimate threat. Uh, but there are several issues. One is uh, that the core of the system is decentralized. Bitcoin itself, not we're, t- we're talking about exchanges here, businesses that you can go find the CEO and say do it or you go in a cage. Um, so you can do that and they are doing some of that. But Bitcoin itself is a computer program. You can't do anything to it. You can try to to uproot it from every, every computer in the world that has it, but that's going to be really, really, really hard to do since I don't even know how many computers it is. Um, so, and, and if you do, whoever's got a backup copy will just put it on there tomorrow and it'll be back, back up again. Um, so they can't do that, uh, or at least not do it very well. And here's the thing about Bitcoin, is once you get people in, they are radicalized. Bitcoin. Because when you really get, like we were talking before, I think you said with the the funny shirt, you know, I came for the Lamborghini, I stayed for the revolution. Um, Once you really see this thing and understand that decentralization is real, it works, and it's possible in human affairs, you're never the same again. And I don't think whatever they can do technically. And I I think they could do some things technically, but it's limited. But when you get people who can see that there is a better mode of human life that is actually possible, the world changes, and it is changing.
2: And, and you guys remember... Erica, uh,
1: let's get uh, okay. Team Gold to do the rebuttal
4: here.
2: Okay, got one more thing to say about this topic.
4: <laughs> that was a very passionate speech, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
4: yeah, I mean, in terms of privacy, I'd just like to say, um, you know, when I own gold, and <laughs> no one watching this, you didn't hear this, when I own gold, you don't know that I own gold. <clears throat> There's no way for you to find out unless I tell you or you just happen upon it, right? But if you own Bitcoin, there is, there is a tracking some way. I mean, the police have effectively, when they are, when they are raiding uh, criminals, they are able to trace that. And, it, and it's an open and shut case, because they know exactly where it went, who it went to. The privacy is pretty much eliminated if you're in criminal enterprises, which I know neither of you are. But let's just say the criminal enterprise isn't a criminal enterprise. Maybe they deem you to be a criminal or someone that you know is deemed to be a criminal because they just decided that, hey, you're a criminal, they don't like you. Which in this day and age, I think we all know that's happening, right? So when you have gold, you don't have that same problem. But when you have cryptocurrency, you have that tracking system, and that is, while it is private, it also is not private at the same time. Can I rebut the rebut? Okay. You have That's 20 good. seconds to worry about it. I'll
3: just take 10 after he's done. Uh,
0: okay.
2: <laughs> they're, they're, I
0: watched do. the debates <laughs> this year. I know how it's done. In your
3: life.
0: I want he c looks span. like a
3: sheep. I watched <laughs> c <Yeah. fan>. <laughs> <laughs> It, it yeah.
2: depends. Even with gold, it depends on how you enter the system of gold. Just like it depends on how you enter the system of Bitcoin. If you are entering the system of gold and you have a paper trail that you purchase gold, then you have a paper trail that you purchase gold, and it's the same way with Bitcoin. If I do it peer-to-peer, where I'm buying Bitcoin off of an individual and not an exchange, it makes me KYC AML, then there is no tie with that Bitcoin to me. And it's the same thing with gold. So I would say that privacy level is the same.
1: Um, I I just wanted to say that the tracking is not necessarily, it's not automatic. It's if you buy the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And if you don't take care of your privacy, and there are other cryptocurrencies that are excellent for privacy. And you can go back and forth to them if you want that
3: advantage as well. Okay. And we'll debate those currencies next year, but this year we're debating Bitcoin. So my, my issue is it's an Achilles heel, and I always hear there is no way they can find out. All they have to do is put the right pressure on the right person who has access to the records, and it's an Achilles heel, and anonymity's gone, or pseudonymity. Is that right? Uh, pseudonymity's gone.
0: Okay, everybody, Mm. Team Gold, how do you think they did today? (laughs) Team Team Bitcoin on this category? I'm going to write this down as gold here. (laughs) (laughs) We're one for one. Now, this is one that I'm really interested in. I I think this is going to be a really intriguing one. Intrinsic value. Mm. I'm going to let Team Bitcoin talk to me first about intrinsic value. Paul, would you like to start for me? Yeah, build their Let's minds go. with the
3: mathematics.
1: <laughs> I will. Let's go. Two plus two equals four. I get it, it always equals I'm, four. I'm with you. It will forever. It's built into the fabric of the universe. Stars, quasars, whatever else operate by math. The universe is built on math. Bitcoin is built on math. It never goes away. We can talk about other things. There's a magnificent Bitcoin network. I don't even know. It's the biggest. It's the biggest computer network in the world by far. Um, more computing processing than any. I think all the supercomputers in the world. I think. Um, and there's all these other things. It's backed in some ways by energy, uh, but ultimately it comes down to math. You can arrest the CEO of a corporation and make him give away the goods. You can rob the bank. You cannot put a bullet through a math problem forever.
4: That's it.
2: Um, That was great. Kirk, would you like to? Sure.
4: I'll go back to my opening, which is gold has held value for a long, long period of time. Intrinsic value is built in us as human beings from the stories, from our culture. You think of any culture around the world, you think of like Indian culture, they wear their wealth around their neck. They're not carrying around Bitcoin wallets. They're carrying around Yet. necklaces of gold. <laughs> this is part of who we are as human beings. Could that change? Sure, maybe, but it hasn't changed for a long, long period of time. So if you talk about intrinsic value, that's the intrinsic value.
3: Do you want me to read that or you want me to go right now?
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: you seem pretty. Uh, you seem yeah, pretty anxious. No, like, no, yeah, no, no. just pretty uh, geared I'll up. So.
2: In terms of. I mean, in terms of intrinsic value, there are hundreds of thousands of computers all over the world that are dedicated to solving this math problem. Not only that, um, but you have other other values where it's like, okay, well, because I have like uh, Bitcoin has this beautiful thing called uh, Satoshi's second gift, right? Satoshi's second gift is green energy, so. People want to have uh, incentivize other people to create green energy sources, but right now the only incentive that people have are tax breaks, right? Put these like solar panels on your house, which actually are worse for the environment to create than using them, and you get a tax break. But with Bitcoin, this constant flow of energy can now be repurposed to do other things. So one of the great innovations of Bitcoin is that um, when you create oil, the excess oil creates, or the production of oil creates methane. They used to have to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to take that methane somewhere else to dispose of it ecologically sound. But now what they do with that methane is they mine Bitcoin. So you have this this, uh, just, you know, different ways to create green energy systems that are incentivized that otherwise would not exist.
3: So, do you really want to vote for the Green New Deal? <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: we don't. We do not. <laughs> no communism.
3: <laughs> when gold was first established or, or discovered in this world, there was no social media. There were no telephones. There were, there were no... Right into the microphone. Gotcha. The there was no way to communicate, but simultaneously, all over the planet, people found gold, right? And immediately knew that this was something special. It's intrinsically valuable, period. We are not trying to unseat Bitcoin as a store of purchasing power or a store of wealth. Bitcoin wants our role, they got some work to do. Okay,
0: (laughs) round three, ladies and gentlemen. Gold, Bitcoin, who do we give this one to? Can I hear uh, some Bitcoin support? Bitcoin, no. What?
1: Thank
3: you, thank
0: you. Gold support. Gold support. Yeah, put
3: your hands together. I'm Um. gonna
2: say this is only because everybody likes to wear gold.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Intrinsic (laughs) value, intrinsic value (laughs) equation. Try that.
0: I should do that. I should do that. yeah. All right, my next question has to do with longevity. Now, this one is a little bit in the box, I think, already for gold, but I, I'm, I'm genuinely interested to hear the case for Bitcoin. Um, I want to know about the history, I want to know about the human psyche, I want to know about the longevity of, you know, a store of value, of money. Um, I'm going to let Bitcoin take this one first, please.
2: Um, so- To start off with this idea, it's like, you actually have an entire generation of millennials who are pretty much asleep to what's going on in the world because we were raised by television and government indoctrination camps. Now when you see something like Bitcoin, it asks, it causes an entire generation of young people to ask, what is money? So in terms of longevity, I think that the effects of Bitcoin on the mindsets of the people of my generation will really revamp how we view the world, how we change the world and how we like, raise our children. How is this going to happen? Because in reality, you know, the fact is, is that the U.S. government is twenty seven trillion dollars in debt. And we cannot allow that to exist. So we know that we have to escape to a new system. And it causes everyone to raise their collective consciousness, especially for my generation um, and people after me.
1: I'm going to almost repeat what I said before, but it is worth repeating all day and all night. Bitcoin creates a new model of human organization. It scales trust. We've never been able to scale trust before. We get to a certain level, you know, the number of people you know that you really can understand, them. is maybe 150 people. There's a whole science behind it. After that, you have to have a trusted party who it's their job, essentially, to verify everything else because we can't, our brains aren't really that good at remembering that many individuals knowing how to trust Bob and Mark and Tim and Susie and Jane. Bitcoin blows through that. You can trust everything on a Bitcoin in the on the Bitcoin ledger, which is now six hundred and forty or fifty thousand blocks long, each block is a couple thousand transactions. All of them are as absolutely certain as two plus two equals four. And when you get it in your head that this is a way of organizing human life with decentralized. I don't have to trust the big man with the only sword in town anymore. Because we know they're always going to abuse us. Always. Even if they don't for five years, they're going to in 10 years. And if you think the guy who got elected this time is going to be the saint and an angel from heaven and is going to do everything great, in four years he's gone, and the other side's you know, demon is going to do it to you. Um, this is a complete different model. And it is the model of the future. I'm telling you, it really is. And... Team gold? It it just is. Please make your case and then we'll allow for it. Nothing against gold, but remodel.
3: So just let me get this straight. Trust me, it'll be fine. (laughs) Even though you don't understand any of this. (laughs) Just trust me, it's worth something. Seems a bit Orwellian to me, I don't know. Um, I trust gold. I hold it in my hand, I know what I got. I don't need to to figure it out. It is what it is. It's a store of value for 5,000 years. My concern about the trust, and, and again, as I said from the start, I would love this to be a success. I don't trust central bank management of currencies at all. But I do have a real concern, and it came out today in our conversations. What happens when the next big thing comes along What's the value of my thing oh, that's supposedly a million dollars of Bitcoin when somebody wants something else? The next tulip. Let, let me, can I do Hold on. Hold on. Oh, I'll go, 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 no, 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 <laughs> <laughs> let, Let's uh, allow team Kind of like
2: game. what Bitcoin's doing to gold?
3: <laughs> oh! Hasn't done it yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hasn't done it yet. <laughs> Price depreciation. <is> You'll <laughs> have your turn. <laughs> Two to one.
2: He said we could interrupt. Speaking
4: of the next big thing, I've got three letters for you, E M P. Ooh! Um, Can I drop romantic. this? <laughs> no, don't drop
0: it. How many How many who own
2: gold have physical delivery of it?
1: Most. Actually, <laughs> Most. Okay, let me let me let me go back. Twenty seconds to the five thousand year thing. For five thousand years, gold has been around. Governments are really good at getting their cut of everything. This always works out badly for us. How many? 260 million people died at the hands of governments in the 20th century. 262, if you want to be precise. Okay. This is empowered by government control of money, and they're also fairly good at controlling gold. I like gold, but I don't want the government to have anything to do with it. I don't give a rat's patootie if it's legal or not. That that doesn't that doesn't do anything for me. Bitcoin is a way around and
2: it's a better way around. And in terms in terms of just EMP, actually Blockstream sent a note out to space. And I have a device in my room that's like a mesh network type device where I can send my transaction up to space and so if an EMP does happen obviously we have way more problems because almost everyone here used the traditional banking system you're not using cash anymore anyways uh, but if you did want to use the bitcoin network there is a node in space that will still allow you to make your transactions okay last, and if r- the, last rebuttal if, and if
3: the we'll... traditional banking system went to hell gold will still be around it's a new cash yeah mad max.
4: Yeah, and I don't have to worry about space in that scenario.
3: (laughs) Unless a golden meteor hits the U.S., (laughs) there you go. (laughs) One hundred dollars.
0: I've seen these meteors. I want one. Okay, everybody, please. Team Gold. Team Gold. Team Bitcoin. Wow! 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 Wow. Wow. (laughs) Team Bitcoin gets longevity. So you decide. guys, what, they're, what did ball. you just?
1: <laughs> they're uh, infants,
0: longevity. For God's sakes. longevity, eleven years, five thousand, and you lost that one. Songs will be sung. It's it. going to take that long to
3: figure out what Bitcoin is.
0: <laughs> All right, um, number five on my seven-eight points here.
2: Price appreciation.
0: Counterfeit. <laughs> <laughs> the ability to counterfeit to fake. I want to hear you guys' opinion. Make your case for gold, make your case for Bitcoins. What are we looking at here? Who would like to
3: start? No, I'll go first. It, it is possible to counterfeit gold. There's no two ways about it. Um, with Tungsten, etc., cetera, um, people have done it for a long, long time. But there are such very simple and easy ways to protect yourself. You should never fall prey. To such a practice, just some something as simple as buying your metals from folks that buy from source distributors, buying from trusted dealers, things of this nature. You should never fall prey to that.
0: ASI everyone, ASI. <laughs> yes, uh... Yeah.
2: Now with Bitcoin, you don't have to trust anybody. You can verify that the blockchain is giving you the Bitcoin that you actually own. It uses, uh, the math that it uses is... Um,
1: the hashing algorithms?
2: There's a hashing algorithm, but it's a specific name. But what it does when, when it solves for the math problem is it ensures that every single Bitcoin in the system is accounted for. So it is oh, right. absolutely inherent in the system to make sure that a Bitcoin, a wrong Bitcoin cannot be sent to you at all. So it's just part of the system. Right. Again,
1: again, I can say this all, all day and all night. It's math.
2: Yeah. And
1: it, it, it is what it is. And there's really nothing you can do about it. You can lie to somebody and say, "Oh, I've got this much Bitcoin," and if you know, you could you know work s- all sorts of scams the way they do with anything. But in terms of the Bitcoin, it's just it either either you got the numbers, you don't.
2: Yeah, it's UTXOs, as it is. UTXOs. UTXOs.
1: can I get your opinion, please, sir? Can you weigh in?
4: dirty bitcoins. Well, we're talking about <laughs> <Did you
3: cancel? laughs> he's feeding him
2: information. Rich,
4: Rich wants me to bring up dirty bitcoins. All, that's all I'm going to say. Dirty, dirty bitcoins. I'm buying dirty bitcoins. <laughs> um, look, uh, you know, it's I think pretty much anything can be counterfeited. I'm sure there's ways to come up with this. I am not a computer scientist and um, I'm not smart enough to, to know whether it's counterfeit or not. But I do know what an element is and yes it can be counterfeited you know it can be tungsten and there are ways to measure for that but it's an element right it's the basis of reality right matter is based on elements and that's not something that's going to change now whether you can counterfeit bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies i can't speak to maybe you can i assume like any computer it can be hacked given enough time and money anything can be hacked that's been a philosophy that a lot of computer scientists have held true to Maybe it's true, maybe it isn't, but that's what I believe.
3: And there is such a thing as dirty Bitcoins too. So, <laughs> <laughs> Bitcoin that is, is tainted- This a running joke all day for everybody well, no, joining it's us. Bitcoin that's stage. tainted with illegal activity, okay? That once you have it, you can't spend it. And if you can't spend it because nobody will buy it, what is it worth? Who's Absolutely that? nothing.
1: I just gotta say, I have never known anybody through the whole history of this that has said, are your Bitcoins clean? Now, there are, go- there are companies that are very eager for government approval that say things like that. Um, first of all, tracing is not universally possible. Second of all, nobody who's really in it, if you're not looking for to get a nice pat on the back from the government, nobody cares, yeah. and that's what currency is supposed to be. By the way, it's neutral, and U.S. dollars are the dirtiest thing going. But we're debating not defending dollars. We're not debating I that. understand. Yeah. We There's all no agree on that one. I but the, think that's exactly the idea. people who are who do care about, you know, soiled coins or whatever it is, are, are doing it for U.S. government approval. They're and, sucking up. And Preview
2: if matters. you did want to test what, like, if gold is accurate or not. You need some type of testing kit, and to the naked eye, nobody can tell if gold is real or not. Okay, Rich, actually, Rich, I, I, I
0: would like to hear your uh, expertise on this, because I've traveled yeah. internationally, I've visited probably two dozen different vaults around the world, I've looked at the processes, Please talk to us about it's, it's, how you. It's
3: actually very simple. When it comes to, to government issued coins, there's templates and so forth. There's actually machines. The the Royal Canadian Mint has a machine. Actually, if you slip the coin in, it will tell you if it's it's a real coin that they minted or not. Uh, you know. It's simple to test with acid, it's not that hard. We had a lady who inherited a bunch of uh, bullion bars in Switzerland, had them sent to a vault, and they tested them uh, to 100% accuracy. None of this is costly, none of this is difficult, and I'm not advocating illicit activity, but if you have a dirty gold coin, there's no way in hell they can detect it.
0: Okay, audience, team gold, give it up. Dude. Team gold. Bitcoin? Oh, wow. That's a tough okay, one. Okay, try again. Uh, Team Gold? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Team yeah. Bitcoin? Woo-hoo!
3: Oh, come on. Same <laughs> <Sing back>. match. <laughs> was the the guys but they made
0: what noise <laughs> <laughs> this is like it's, democracy
3: yeah. you know it's we all love fast. democracy fast. Right? Fast. Right. Fast. right yeah yeah the, the biggest mob wins fashion so, yeah, yeah. bitcoin got fashion yeah, yeah. yeah. Got
1: bitcoin
0: okay i want to talk about liquidity okay okay paul can you start for me on the end please
1: make your case for liquidity for bitcoin you want to sell bitcoin you get rid of it in in moments um usually i don't like using exchanges uh but just in so you have a product sell it take bitcoin for it if you if you need some dollars for some reason okay cash out if you need to but just talk to somebody you know and say hey i want some dollars i'll I'll exchange you this or that It's, it's easy it's trivial and if you and if you really want to go to the exchange it's click, 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 and you've got your, you know, you've got uh, however many dollars wired into your bank account. It's its trivia. You have money the, the next day, depending on the system, right in your bank account.
2: And, I mean, there are Bitcoin ATMs. There are no gold ATMs.
1: That, that is
0: not true. No, That's, not true. True. Okay, That's, That's true. fake news. Fake news.
2: Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> fake news okay, well, there are Bitcoin ATMs. <laughs> there are exchanges. There are obviously peer-to-peer transfers. Um, and then if you wanted, to, uh, I can't remember it because Rich made me drink too much. <laughs>
3: it's a secret weapon. No, so uh, peer-to-peer transfer happens all the time with gold. Right. Uh, not an issue whatsoever. What was the other one? Uh, ATMs. ATMs, we have them next.
2: Exchanges.
3: Exchanges, but yes. Are we your have ex- them.
2: exchanges liquid instantly to cash?
3: Actually, yes, some of them are. For instance, uh, you know, we offer the Perth Mint Depository Online. This program Pitch. is kind of like Pitch. The Bitcoin, <laughs> well, I think it's pertinent. I wouldn't do it otherwise. I think you know me. I give information. Yeah. I but do you do. The, the, the bottom line is, you know, Bitcoin is democratization of money, right? So you're getting it in the hands of people that couldn't afford an ounce of gold, say. Well, with Perthman Depository Online, you could buy $50 worth of gold or silver or platinum at a time. 1% transaction mm-hmm. fee. It's nothing.
2: So the, the, what I, the ones I forgot is can you spend your gold with a Visa card?
3: So this is going to yeah. be... I, uh, when Clint. we asked this Peter, one, sure? I,
2: I put in
0: parentheses. Yes. Okay. Spendability, which I... Is my new wood. I don't know why sure on earth you wood, would but. do it, <laughs>
3: mind you. I don't know why you would buy gold to back a credit card that you're going to spend no. and cause all these little high transaction fees. I mean, that's just crazy to me, but Glint does that. Um, the uh, With the PMTDO, you can say sell, and within a day you'll have money in your bank account.
2: Okay, and Okay, so then in terms of just liquidity, um, also cross-border liquidity, how does that work for, for gold? But Not be. a
3: problem. I mean, that, that programs in Australia. Does it uh, close in ten the,
2: minutes? Doesn't
3: close in ten minutes, but you're going to have funds in your account in the next day.
2: Okay,
0: okay. okay. So, okay so let's take this for an example then. <laughs> yeah. If you want to go back from Bitcoin into U.S. dollars, what is the transition time in that?
2: Um, if you're, if it's already, I mean, it depends on your fiat bank, but minutes. As long as as quick as the Bitcoin blockchain runs, we're gonna have to. But it depends on your U.S. bank. Obviously, how quickly your bank will allow you to transfer money in. But from fiat into Bitcoin, it's literally minutes, especially if you use an ATM. Or if I were to appear to be a transfer, where I give you cash and you send me Bitcoin as quick as the verification system on Bitcoin.
0: We'll have to take your word for
1: that.
2: (laughs) Paul Paul agrees. So must be right.
1: Absolutely. In in the early days, and this was a gas, you would get Bitcoin. By meeting somebody, oh, I'm sorry, in, in the early days, which was so much fun, you would meet somebody at a Starbucks and you'd have an envelope with, you know, however much cash in it and they would have their lap, and you'd both pull out your laptops and you'd do this, boom, and then you'd hand over the envelope. It was a gat. It was so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, it, it, just works, it just
3: works that fast. It seems like my trench coats in a garage. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I love to hear Paul talk about the early days of gold. <laughs>
3: it
4: was fun. None of us are around for the early days of gold. No, We just have to
3: throw that in there. Because Bitcoin has got the longevity. Yes, the that. longevity. <laughs>
4: just pointing that out. Um, so we're talking about liquidity, right? And spendability. Um, we have a lot of smart people in this room here and watching this, this bonus episode here. You're all pretty smart people. Not everybody is. What if you're trying to interact with a person that's not so smart? Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies have a high hurdle to figure out. I figure myself I'm maybe a little better than average. You know, I'm not gonna say that I'm a genius. It took me a long time to figure out how to transact in Bitcoin. All of these other people that are, you know, average intelligence or even smarter, I know a lot of smart people who haven't figured it out because it's just too much work to get through that first step. So if you're trying to transact with people that are actually not into Bitcoin, it's not going to be quite so liquid.
0: Okay, I know that Paul wants to jump in here. I'll uh,
4: just preface it <laughs> saying that the final
0: question, <laughs> <laughs> and this is an amazing segue, is on education. Oh, so just, just, wait, wait, perfect. Perfect. just <laughs> okay. leave it there. So maybe we should vote here yeah. on liquidity and spendability. Please, everybody, gold? Yes! Uh, Gold! Uh, yes! Uh, yes. Woo, I ask my speakers to <laughs> refrain from voting for themselves. Rich. <laughs> Team Bitcoin? Yes, yes. Oh, yes. uh, that is not. Good this enough. is really lame. You like don't need I, a recal. I, I need some energy. You do not need get a recount. Hey, you shouldn't be in It wasn't the bag. Close Rachel. Come on, get up. Recal. I want to hear Wait, some. This is not a recount, Brett Barry. It's not a recount. It's not, recal. No. It's not no. With no. intolerance. They
2: made them vote with sharks. I, I
0: really was not sure on that one. I'm gonna do. All right, gold. That was gold. definitely gold.
4: Oh, no. People
3: gold? were voting
0: in he the, the
4: audience. It
0: wasn't just us.
2: Yeah. It's not divisible.
0: This is hilarious because, <laughs> I mean, gold. gold just you know, won liquidity like and liquidity. Bitcoin
2: <laughs> won <laughs>
0: longevity. <laughs> you guys are amazing. I love you. You're, You're unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the final question for tonight is I want to talk about education, <laughs> which is really.
1: <laughs>
3: we have a winner.
0: Yes. Yeah, uh, tough uh, room, man. Tough
1: <laughs> room. Final point. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Education. Okay. This is where Bitcoin is a miracle. There are, when people, I'm telling you, when they understand that decentralization is possible in human life, it changes you. There are people all over the world who, on their own expense, have moved thousands of miles and set themselves up teaching people in little towns how to use Bitcoin. I have a friend, he's an Iranian. He's living in southern Mexico, in little towns, with people in little towns, in Zapatistas, and all over, teaching people how to use Bitcoin. He sends out pictures of these little old ladies, little old Mexican ladies in towns, buying rice with Bitcoin. And, and I know other people that have trapped, they're tra- all over the world, in Africa, all in, in Japan, all over the place, teaching everyone they can get their hands on how to use Bitcoin. No one told them to go. No one authorized them. There is no degree, there is no certificate. They went out because of love to do this. This is not gonna be stopped
2: and you know 1.7 billion adults in the world are unbanked and you think about how gold has been around for five thousand years but these still these people still don't have access to a global market and imagine what that can do for the entire world when you have 1.7 billion people who are now able to participate in a global economy and add value in ways and especially you know these people are are definitely underprivileged and so these are the most driven people who want to get out of their situations. And that comes with being able to provide education in places that otherwise wouldn't be able to.
3: Just my thoughts on this. I think I'm not gonna taint the vote or anything. I think this one's a toss up and welcome to our world. We've been evangelizing for gold forever. And very few people buy into the concept and everybody should. Welcome to the fight. You've got a long fight ahead of you. It's true.
4: Yeah, I I concur with that. I think, you know, education is really important around both of these topics. And gold is one of those things that's been around for 5,000 years, and not everybody's buying into it for various reasons. And cryptocurrencies are a new form of currency that people are buying into, that not everybody is buying into for different reasons, part of which is lack of education or the friction that is needed So I I would agree with Rich. I think this is something that's needed on both accounts and everybody in their own respective industries need to do a great job at doing that as they are here.
3: And I'll just add this. Erica, you can attest to this, all right? Because you had a a crypto class for dummies with me. (laughs) Um, I'm just a Polish kid from New Jersey, right? (laughs) Um, And I tried to to figure out how to establish my account Mm -hmm. so I could go ahead and put in my, my Bitcoin empire Into a wallet, right? So I bought this about five, six years ago. Bitcoin was twenty-three hundred dollars. This is a tenth of a bitcoin. Pass it around. Yeah. Uh, Don't do it. No, don't. (laughs) The education continues. Right? Is that that on camera? So (laughs) the the key is you know, hidden, but (laughs) the bottom line is it's a 10th of a Bitcoin. So today it's worth what about $1,500, right? Um, I just bought it on a whim because I wanted to have some Bitcoin so I could say I did right Uh, about Mm -hmm. five, six years ago in Zug, Switzerland. Um, But how painful was it? I mean, I'm not an idiot. Uh, most times. Um,
2: seed phrases only have 24 words, somehow his seed phrase had 23. 25. 23. No, 23. Yeah, 23. Yeah. I'm like this is not real.
3: This is my world. <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy.
0: Okay, final comments and then we're gonna vote because we've got uh, at this point a tie. Three for Bitcoin, three for gold. So this is your last chance to make your case here. You've each got, uh, what's good, 10 seconds. Make your final cases for Bitcoin.
2: Bitcoin is the best-performing asset of 2020 in an extremely uh, dangerous economy. Um, we're up about 98% this year. How much is gold? I had you,
3: I had you up at 126 this year, actually. since January 1st.
2: Interesting. Oh, 126. Nice.
3: <laughs> okay. If you
1: want a better world and you've never seen an opportunity to
4: actually get it,
1: take a look at this.
4: I would like to uh, uh, comment on her comment, which is uh, gold has been the best performing currency in the last 5,000 years, not just this year.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's a little bit of what I was gonna say as well. So um, I remember when Bitcoin was $20,000 too, and then it was what?
2: 3,500.
3: Yeah. that's fairly stable Um, (laughs) my point is gold is a proven commodity Um, I'm a big fan of Bitcoin I'm becoming more and more a fan Uh, I see the passion in Bitcoin like I have in gold and I know they're very very similar right so I propose a compromise, as opposed to a winner. No, blood. <laughs> blood. <laughs> well, it is a steel cage death match, so... Also... I think what we should be doing, because somebody said to me earlier, I think it was Marosh, right? He said, y- you make your money in Bitcoin because, let's not mince words, it's a speculation at this point. It may be something different in the future. Right now, it's a 1% allocation, it's a speculation, you make your money there, right? Gold is your asset protection. It is your wealth insurance. So what you do is you make your money in your Bitcoin. It's okay to have some, right? (laughs) Uh, And then pull 10% 10 of whatever your earnings are off the top, put it into gold, right? Store that value, bank that profit into something that's known to be a store of value for a very, very long period of time. Get both these wonderful assets working for you.
0: There we go. I wanna hear a a vote for gold. A vote for Bitcoin. Let's do gold first. Yes. Make your noise. I think it's gold. Uh, yes. That's be a draw. Gold. Bitcoin.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: Wow.
3: wow. 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 All right. Ditch the Bitcoin. Just go straight <laughs> with gold.
0: <laughs> all right. There you have it. Good one. Um, both really interesting things. I thank all of my. Panelists today for taking the time and pleading your cases um, You guys are all very good friends of mine, and uh, I really appreciate all your opinion um, Looks like gold has come out ahead on this one which We need
2: to recount the ballots.
4: <laughs> Damn <laughs> <They are> straight
0: <laughs> Who's buying drinks? They use Sharpies! We they didn't use hear anything Sharpies! That didn't happen Thank you everybody who's watching on the live stream tonight Thank you everyone who's watching the recording and thank you for everyone in the live audience Today, because this was a lot of fun, and that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Now now we draw the line. I have a very big announcement. After a ton of requests for a place for expat and expat hopefuls to network and get to know each other, I decided to start a new Facebook group. It's called the Expat Money Forum, and it's 100% free to join. We literally just started the group, so you can really network and get to know the individuals there. We will be keeping a very close eye on this group, and I already have three awesome moderators volunteer to help me out. So to make it easy on you, I set up a really simple redirect link. All you have to do to join this group right now is go to expatmoneyshow.com forward slash forum we already have a bunch of previous guests from my show in the group so you can ask your questions directly to the professionals or get help from the people who are on the ground in the country you are interested in being an expat in so i hope that you will join us in our new facebook group by going to expatmoneyshow.com forward slash forum and i will see you there thank you so much for listening to today's interview talk soon